0: And we're back. Welcome to Skate Date. Skate Date? Skate Date. So what is Skate Date?
1: Skate Date is a podcast brought to you by two roller skate bays who are in love and who extra are, AF. Yeah, so extra. <laughs>
0: and we're just like, where can this extraness be channeled into? A um, podcast. A podcast is a great idea. So let's do it.
1: Exactly. We like to talk about not only roller skating and roller skate culture, but we talk about what's going on in the real world as much as we talk about the real world from anything that we just are very opinionated about or things we experience personally. And we know you do, too. And you just need a place to come and relate. Or you're like, what's the drums in the skate community? Or I just need to know what's new in the skate community. We got you there, too.
0: Or if you're like, I just wish that I had more friends to hang out with and you want to hang out with us for an
1: hour every Wednesday. (laughs) We're here for you. (laughs) We got you. (laughs) Yeah, we got you. We're your skate date every Wednesday night.
0: Yeah. So who are we?
1: I'm Shove. And I'm Rebel. Together we're Shovel. Can you dig it? (laughs) All right, this episode, we're going to be talking about pettiness. Pettiness. (laughs) We're
0: going to talk about pettiness just in general. And then we're going to talk about giving credit in the skate community and just in any community, honestly. And yeah, and then we have some questions and some skate date stuff. How are you feeling today, babe?
1: I feel pretty good. I mean, it rained today. Um, I had plans for the weekend to go to the Madonna Inn. It got canceled. Then I was like, it's cool. I'll just skate on the ramp. And then it rained. And I was like, hmm. So then I powered through and I cleaned this whole garage. And it's amazing now. And I love it. And I feel like a feisty redhead because I stole your wig. Yeah, I'm
0: real mad about that.
1: And I've gained like thousands of followers really quickly like this month um thank you all but with that came two not one but two trolls (laughs) that like to fat shame me today so for that reason i am wearing my fat bitch shirt today and i am not editing any curse words out of this word out of this episode so fuck it someday when we get Ball monetized <laughs> this episode won't count <laughs> <laughs> watch well, be like the one episode that takes off but yes um so if you're watching and you see that i have this lovely old dingy white t-shirt that says fat bitch on it in 70s font it's by fat girl flow people ask me all the time and i already know people are going to jump in the comments and be like where can i get a shirt that's proclaiming that i am a fat bitch
0: To be honest, I really want one, but I can't (laughs) steal your flow, so...
1: Well, first, I'm going to ask you how you're doing, and then I'm going to tell you a quick, really funny story about this, the first time I wore this t-shirt in public. Okay, sounds good.
0: So, I am doing okay. I am getting used to being in pain on my ankle. Um... I feel like my my kind of for the last week, definitely just life has shifted a little bit. It's been way more focused on how can we take care of our body. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just have been way less focused on work and everything else and kind of put everything to the side in favor of that. And so that's been um, interesting and I'm just, you know, doing the best that I can to make my foot better as fast as possible is basically where i'm at
1: and i'm proud of you for taking care actively because i suck at taking care because um a few days or five days after rebel (laughs) uh sprained her ankle i decided that i should have a freak accident on my skates too while moonwalking and a branch took me down and i smacked the back of my head onto the pavement and now I have whiplash. I don't think I have a concussion, although the next morning I was very sure I was going to throw up. And I was like, this could possibly be a concussion. But I think I'm good. Uh, I have not massaged, drank enough water, or really rested my neck. Because Even though I've
0: been bothering her about it for every day <laughs> since
1: then. Yes. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, good job, babe. Because I just suck at taking care of myself. And then now she's injured, so she can't baby me and really focus on forcing <laughs> me to take care of
0: myself. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I'm distracted by trying to
0: do my ankle ABCs.
1: I know. Everyone told me to do that when I had sprained ankle. And I did it like three times, never looked back, which is probably why my ankle still hurts. So I'm proud of you.
0: Yeah, I'm doing it because I literally need to be able to skate until I die. And if not, Definitely. I'm just going to be so sad. So <laughs> I'm really,
1: really making an effort. So that's, that's how I'm doing. OK, let me tell this really fun story real quick. OK. OK, so the first time I got this shirt, I was like super happy, literally got it like towards early on in my skate like career and it was the first time I got to skate Venice and I was like hell yeah so me and honey we were the that's the person that I got my first pair of skates and we started roller derby together and we're like we should go to Venice Beach and skate it's gonna be amazing mind you I was still like a baby like skater in public but I was like gotta look cool gonna wear this badass fat bitch t-shirt that I got Literally, I swear to God, as soon as we got on the boardwalk, every five seconds, it was like, oh, no, sweetie, you're not fat. You're beautiful. Oh, no, you don't got to call yourself a bitch. No, what's wrong with that shirt? All men, for the most part every woman for the most part was like hell yeah rock that shirt that bitch that's what I know what's up like it was like female empowerment but every cis man that saw me had to be like something like oh don't talk about yourself like that or that's not true you're not fat it's like hello if I'm choosing to wear this amazing shirt I stand by what it says and I'm reclaiming its power And I thought it was so annoying. And I remember my friend Honey, because she's way thinner than I am. And she was just like, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. Like, are you okay? And she would always say that every time we're out skating because, like, people are just drawn to me and they just constantly say things. And she's just like, "That's true." oh, my gosh. And I was like, I never want to wear this shirt to Venice Beach again because it was like just too much attention. I was like, I can't. I got tired of repeating myself. Yeah. Wow. That is an adventure. I can't believe that was... But I love that story also. Yeah. You know how Venice Beach is. Remember they kept yeah. taking pictures of us and our friend Jay, like we were celebrities. And it was like, just because we're on skates we're like, skates. Um,
0: definitely not. Yeah. Okay. That's super fun. But okay. Speaking of like random new things that we've gotten I think it's so fun that the skate community kind of right now is like pivoting towards accessorizing your skates. Oh, yeah. And like not necessarily in the like, oh, here's some new laces kind of a way or like not not like different colored toe stops, stuff like that. But people are actually pivoting towards like, let me put patches on my skates and let me put charms on my skates. So anyways, these charms that I just got from Project Pinup. are are to die for and I'm like obsessed with these charms they are lollipops shaped like hearts with little <laughs> like sprinkles inside them and then they're a charm and you connect it to your laces
1: I do have a major complaint about these though you can't eat I them. want to lick it like I'm not gonna <laughs> lie like every time I look at them especially now that they're out of the package I'm literally fighting the urge to put it in my mouth because it looks so real and it looks like those cute little suckers you get that are always at no like always at the grocery store and they're always by the register and you're like oh so cute like i should just grab one (laughs) but i definitely like rebel has some earrings like this too but i
0: i have a very strong okay so like chev's like addicted to eating cute candy and i'm I'm addicted addicted to eating period (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's <laughs> a coping mechanism. <laughs> Me too.
0: But like, I'm really addicted to like cute candy accessories or like details and stuff. And so these little lollipop charms. And uh, then, or
1: these little gummy bears. Oh out my of control. gosh. Like, out of control. I want to stick all of them. So it's just like I threw a pack of gummy bears on my skates. Like, I feel like it's like treating your roller skates like a charm bracelet. <laughs> I... Uh, I never thought that I would
0: be the person who was like really into putting a bunch of random crap on my skates. And now I'm just like, this
1: is great. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love it. Oh my God. I sent like a picture that project pinup had posted of like little rubber ducks, like the ones you take in the bath when you're a little kid. Um, And I sent it to my friend Jess because she's obsessed with all things ducks. And I was like, here, look at these cute, like skate charms. And then literally like I go back to look at the message and she's like, I bought two of them. And I was like, did you use code skate date? And she was like, I didn't know you had a code. And we're like, yeah, we have a code skate, code skate date. Save some money. Yeah. But I'm so glad that she went and uh, supported Heather, who also has these amazing Valentine's Day patches. I love the spank me one. It's like something that rebels always tell me to do to her. Um <laughs> <laughs> where's the lie and then of course the babe patch with the lips there's like so much cute stuff there's an
0: xoxo one too and y'all know that i can't live my life without putting (laughs) xoxo next to my name
1: but yeah and then we've talked about heather before in project pan up uh the skate leash queen because heather fully understands that we stand a long skate leash in this house and we love that it actually comes with uh the metal hoops to be able to lock them on there so i love that and that's uh, the huge, 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 huge reason we are obsessed with Project Up and the fabulous Heather is because she makes things by for hand. us
0: and for us by hand in Arizona, handmade for us, and ships them to us.
1: And something amazing,
0: something really, really amazing, was made. Like amazing, amazing. Yeah, grab yours. Okay, which one? Grab both. Okay, ready? On the count of three. Okay, we're gonna reveal something to you. One, two. Three. Oh, my gosh. For the listeners, they are skate date patches. Oh, my God. Wow. They look like Valentine's Day candies. So if I was going to describe these patches to a listener, I would describe the first one as, well, they both kind of look like variation of sweetheart candies. You know, those little heart them. candies. There's one that is pink holographic. So it's light pink holographic. And there's one that is red. And it is embroidered primarily. So the pink pink holographic one, which I'm holding up to the camera if you're watching Skate Date, it just says Skate Date on it. It's a nice little plumpy little heart baby I love it. And then the next one, it is a little heart baby. It's a red one. And it says, be my skate date on it. Love it. So we're obsessed with them. We want to keep them all, but we literally can't because we need to keep our podcast going. Yeah,
1: give it to someone special. Like you could give one to that special skater and be like, will you be my skate date? And it doesn't have to be romantic. It can also be platonic or you give it to your skate wife. Yeah,
0: give one to your derby wife. Give one to your skate. (laughs) a date whoever that is whether that's your best friend whether that's someone you just met whether you just want to carry them around and like if you meet like a hot skater at the park and you like want to go on another (laughs) skate park date with them you know bust out this patch and be like will you be my skate date so that would be so smooth if someone did that to me and I wasn't dating (laughs) Chef, I'd be like oh my god yeah but also if someone did that to me and they were like just as friends though I'd be like hell yeah heck yeah All right. So, so, okay. So anyway, so if you want anything from Project Pinup, you can use code Skate Date and you'll get 10% off. And then if you want these, either of these patches, where can you get them from, babe?
1: You can go to the Etsy on a skate date.
0: Yes. So we have a a skate date Etsy called On a Skate Date. And that is where these patches are going to be. So you can check them out. This one is... $12, $12, and this one is
1: $11. Woo! Woo! Project up by Skate Date. All yeah. right. So, I know that was a lot. I hope you enjoyed it. But we still got a funny fake ad for you. Because we
0: know you love it. All right, so here we go. Ever have a toe stop fall off? Yeah, it came off right when I did a turnaround toe stop one time. So you can imagine how that went. Have you ever had a wheel fall off?
1: Yeah, twice. Once I was skating in the street and a wheel came off and we couldn't find the nut. So remember, you had to skate all the way home to get me one. Have you ever had your laces rip while falling?
0: Oh my gosh. When I first started skating, I was literally the queen of ripped laces. I had to start carrying around extras. Have you ever left your skate tool at home?
1: Don't even get me started, and it's always when you leave it at home that everything decides to come loose.
0: For real, I wish there was a solution to all this.
1: Well, good news, babe, there is. Well, what is it? It's a roller ski tool vending machine. What? I know, right? It has all the things you need conveniently on the side of the road.
0: So to get a new toe stop, all I would need to do is...
1: Swipe your card and hit B2. Oh my gosh,
0: dope. We should get one for our
1: backyard. That's not the point. We have all of our skate stuff here already, duh. But I love vending machines. Well then I guess we will just have to go to the skate park or any popular skate spot to find one. Great,
0: let's go now.
1: Coming to a city near
0: you soon. (laughs) (laughs) okay but like Okay, so my favorite vending machine, this is not petty, but like my <laughs> favorite vending machine when I was growing up, I think we've actually talked about this. I don't think on the podcast though. Um, my favorite vending machine was the ice cream vending machines, the ones that like you would press the, you would like put in the money and then you would press the number and then it would have this like crane going and it was like, <laughs> oh, I then, remember this. And then the like the chest, the ice cream chest like opened mm-hmm. up and it was like, and then the cha- the like the arm thing was like, And it was like a vacuum and it sucked up the ice cream and then it dropped on the thing. I forgot about
1: those. I haven't seen one of those in forever.
0: There was one of them at my high school. And every day when I was going to ballet practice, if I was able to like scrape up a dollar, (laughs) I would get myself a Snickers ice cream bar.
1: Snickers ice cream bars are delicious. They're so good. Anyways, okay. Let's jump on into the real world. You know, we were in Derby with a girl named Petty Dreadful.
0: We were in Derby <laughs> with someone named Petty Dreadful. And when you were like, we should talk about pettiness, we should talk about being petty. I was like, oh, petty, like <laughs> petty from
1: Derby. <laughs> you know, what is it like to be petty? Not <laughs> OK, babe. So what is pettiness?
0: So pettiness is like when you are when something bothers you and instead of like directly dealing with whatever it is that bothers you or confronting whatever the thing is, you instead do small little things that make you feel better (laughs) about the situation, but are meant to like annoy or make the other person like experience inconvenience.
1: It's like not, um, Oh my God. It's not being passive aggressive, but it's like, revenge
0: yeah it's like it's like slight things it'd be like if i was to you know like hide bowie's bone from him because it bothered me
1: the way he chewed on it it's like if rebel left all her clothes somewhere i like to sit every morning so then i would leave a pile of my art supplies where she likes to work yes
0: or it'd be like if uh, I know that it really bothers someone, if I am eating something with a fork and then I scrape off oh, the fork of my teeth, cringe. and then I just randomly decide to do that whenever someone's making me angry.
1: <laughs> pettiness.
0: That's pettiness. <laughs> That's um not Merriam-Webster's definition, but it is shovel definition.
1: <laughs> All right, Rebel. Um, babe, who's... More petty, you or me? You a hundred percent. Oh, that's a lie.
0: No, what?
1: Yeah, I'm definitely petty and I'll yeah. Give a fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah, she is so petty. I like most of the times, I just let things like rub off me or like roll off me, and I'm just like, whatever, it doesn't matter. And then she's like, no, like, this is not
1: okay. Oh my gosh, so like. I think the most petty thing that I've witnessed so far this year was the inauguration, and that like Trump and his wife just dipped before the whole thing, and Biden just had to let himself into the, his own house. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, I, that was super petty, and there are so many petty things that. Donald Trump did during his time. There are so many directly aggressive things, um, but we're not talking about that right now. We're just talking about pettiness. But yes, that was like the petty act of 2021 so far.
1: Yeah, I heard like that he actually did leave a letter, how like they always leave like a note or a letter to the next president. And like Biden's like, oh, like he did write me one, but I'm just not gonna talk about it yet. But said something kind of like, I don't know. Do you remember he uh, said something like, that it was a nice note. I don't know, but I don't believe it. There's no way it was nice.
0: <laughs> I bet you that it wasn't from him. Someone else. I bet felt you it bad. was like his assistant was <laughs> just like I'm just gonna write it. Like that's just this is ridiculous.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. A uh, side note. How do you think all these QAnon supporters feel? Because to be honest, I don't know if you all noticed in our comment section on. That video that definitely a QAnon supporter left a huge comment on one of our episodes. Yeah, and was just like, no, but y'all don't
0: understand. This big event is going to happen. A reckoning is coming. uh, You know, it's bigger than anything we know. And, you know, like, child pedophilia ring blah blah
1: blah and we're like that is a lie that was made up that is not real yeah i was watching the cnn reporter going ham like talking about like oh poor q they're all posting like what happened i can't believe i was fooled it was all a lie like no shit you didn't know that was a lie <laughs> yeah like that was definitely a lie Pizza is okay. It's not code for something else.
0: Yeah, like different types of pizza is not code for like different. Oh shit, babe! What?
1: We're probably gonna be on the list now. What list? On the pizza list. They're gonna be like, oh, yep, that shovel and skate date. They're part of the problem. (laughs) Q is gonna come for us. That's
0: fine. (laughs) Q is probably a twelve-year-old in his mom's. Remember what you
1: said. You said uh, that anonymous.
0: Oh, I said Anonymous needs to just get on this and reveal who Q is. Come on, Anonymous, <laughs> where are you at? You're always revealing all the stuff we need to know. Come on. I want to know who Q is.
1: Yes, please. OK, let's head on back. So, Rebel, yes. why are you petty when you are petty? Like what what drives you to be petty?
0: Um. So, OK, so just in general, I tend to be way more aggressive and blunt than shove is. And so that's. The main reason why she is more petty than I am is because when I have an issue, I just will say it straight out. And I have absolutely no problem being very forward with my opinions, which is also like
1: a problem.
0: Like, I I definitely (laughs) need need to control this. And yeah, so it is the opposite problem of pettiness. I think you
1: do petty things when it comes to like your mom. Oh. Like you don't, cause like you're afraid to I, be blunt with your family. It's
0: not that I'm afraid. It's just that I've realized it does not end well for me. And like with other people, it's like, I could be like, fuck you. And then just walk away. But with my family, they're like, let me pray for you really fast. And I'm like, no. Um, yeah, no. So I definitely think that with my family, I am petty. Um, with my mom, I, yeah, 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 yeah i yeah. I will just do things that I know she doesn't like. Just because I know it'll make her mad. Sorry, mom.
1: (laughs) She does things all
0: the time to make me mad. So I feel like it's just my way of just like releasing some of the tension. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's like the uh, loosening of the valve that allows some of the steam to get out.
1: Hey, DJ Q, Demi Lovato's sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not sorry. Baby, I'm sorry. Yeah, so that's the way that I'm petty. So what about you, babe? How
1: are you petty? Uh, I don't know. How long can we make this episode?
0: I mean, (laughs) as long as you want, I guess.
1: So I think, you know, some of you might be like, oh, God, Shove's petty. I don't know if I love her anymore. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, at least I know I am. (laughs) I'm not in denial. Like if someone's like, yo, that's kind of petty. I'm like, yep. Okay just like rebel's aggressive and i know it and i still love her because she knows she's aggressive just be your true self you know
0: just be aware of your faults and you know we all know how like what we're able to deal with in another person and that's how we stay
1: together yeah i think like i get my pettiness from a couple things your dad (laughs) yep my dad is petty petty oh my gosh he is i will tell you the most petty thing he ever did to me. Um, But I think it's a mixture of also my parents raised me to be like super, super polite. And like, this is how you act when people come over, like this is the way to behave. So like for me, when people are blunt and aggressive, I'm like, Oh my God, how could you just say that? Like, how could you do that? Like, that's like, embarrassing for me like you don't just put your feet on someone's table or like their dashboard of their car <laughs> babe um <laughs> especially like the first time you've met them so little things like rebel just gets really comfortable she's like oh everyone's my friend so i can get comfortable but like I think in black families, like we're always carried with this like whole thing of you have to behave. Politeness is like raised. I think is we're held to a higher standard and we really have to do that because we're already looked at a certain way. So it's like really important to be like, you're you, you know your manners, you're polite, you go into the world and you act right. You don't act right. We're beating your ass. Like,
0: that's Yeah. Just and it. I honestly wasn't raised like that. Like I was raised like be nice. Yeah.
1: So if since I was never like blunt or aggressive, like, hey, no, 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 loud about what was wrong. I think that's where the pettiness came from, because that was my way to be like something's bothering me without saying something's bothering me. So it was like little just little things here and there. But yeah. So the most petty thing that my dad did was when I was in high school, my senior year, we moved to North Long Beach, but I was still going to school in Compton. So I would have to wake up at like five, five thirty in the morning just to get up, get ready, my little goth uniform. (laughs) And um, I would grab something out of the fridge, eat real quick and walk to school. Well, not walk to all day school because it was like a city over. So I'd have to walk for 30 minutes to a bus stop, then get a bus to the train station, take a train and then take another bus or walk for 20 to 30 minutes again just to get to school on time. So in the mornings I didn't really have extra time. And my dad one day was like, Hey, like, you should be washing the dishes before you go to school. And I was like, But I wake up at like five in the morning, like to go to school. And like you're cooking after I go to bed. Like, why is that my problem? Like I didn't say that, but I was just like, um, okay. But like one day I was running a little late and i was like i'm not gonna be late for school to do these dishes so um or i think oh no i washed the dishes really fast but i guess i had left some like residue on the plates so when i came home from school there was a note that said you better wash all these dishes and not leave a single crumb behind and every single plate cup piece of silverware pot pan was pulled out of every cupboard and drawer layered on counters in the sink on the floor. And then he took cooking oil and drizzled it over everything and then took flour and put the flour over everything. So everything was extra dirty and like crusted on and oily. So I had to sit there for hours scrubbing and rinsing and repeating and like eyeing it like a psychopath to make sure that it was clean like i was crying and shaking because i was so scared um and that's the kind that's that's the kind of household i grew up in um and i remember just thinking like that's what pettiness is i think that was my first like this is pettiness oh my and i God. remember calling my mom and be like your husband has lost his goddamn mind and she was like i'm sorry just make sure you clean them all <laughs> oh my god yeah so he's the king of headiness for me I think it's really just I don't know how to say when something bothers me so then it comes out in these little ways that like it's not passive I know I'm doing it I'm fully alert like I'm gonna do this because you did that and I didn't like it and we already talked about it so now I'm gonna do it because I want you to feel what I'm feeling right now
0: (laughs) which is just like ridiculous I think
1: yeah but like a lot of times people won't call you out on it they'll just like do something again or like now they know (laughs)
0: It's just like a roundabout way to avoid confrontation. (laughs) Yeah, pretty
1: much. So that's like my pettiness. It's little things like that. It's just little annoying things. Like I'm going to like leave something where you don't want it or at work, like little things. I feel like at work is where a lot of pettiness goes in play because like coworkers, you can't really like, I know like it's a weird environment. So pettiness often comes out in workplaces.
0: Interesting. Um, I... I wonder if you have like a specific example of a time you
1: were petty that you could tell us about oh my gosh like when oh I don't know how to say this <laughs> so like sometimes people would uh, call out of work a lot of times or just no like no call no show sleep in stuff like that and be late so like when I knew it was really important for them to get off I would make sure that I just happened to be late <laughs> oh man so that they would be stuck uh, panicking and freaking out and I wouldn't answer my phone when they were calling oh man that is really petty <laughs> but you know it just you know sometimes it just made me feel better because I was like yeah it's not nice is it <laughs> 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 oh I oh guess yeah, I am a fat bitch
0: <laughs> yo I feel like the pettiest that I get at work, because I I don't feel like I really get that petty at work, but I do have a lot of emails from students, and I will just delete emails from students that are, like, so, so dumb. Like, if if it literally is, like, something that's in the syllabus or something that's, like, I can't even comprehend why you would send this email, I'll just (laughs) delete it. And then... Oh, oh no. The, the petty part is, is that I delete the email and then the next day in class, I talk about it. So I I don't talk about the email specifically, but I talk about like the thing that was in the email. So I'll be like, if you're wondering where this, this, and this is, I've already said a million times. It's it's in in the the syllabus. syllabus. (laughs) And uh, so that way that person knows that I did read it and I chose not to respond to them. And then I chose to address the issue with everyone in the class just so they would be in their heart embarrassed. Like who reads the syllabus? Yeah, well,
1: I make them sign a piece of paper that says that they read the syllabus. It's like, why read it when I could just ask you or something? Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So,
0: do we think that being petty is bad or good? Or do we have like a a meter for how bad it is? I feel like
1: there's definitely a limit of how petty you should be. And don't just like make it be an endless cycle, like you do something petty. And then they do something petty back and it's like tit for tat, tit for tat, tit for tat, back and forth forever. Then it's a problem. I think it's like a one and done type thing. And then if it happens again, then it's like, hey, we need to talk. You know what I mean? Like bring it up. I think pettiness can be an emotional release because some of us don't know how to just act air quotations normal and like healthy communication. So pettiness is our only way to get that emotional release for the frustration we're feeling. So I think pettiness is healthy. To an extent.
0: I think that well, for me, when someone is petty towards me, I'm aggressive enough that I just immediately will respond to it. I'll be like, Did you do that on purpose? <laughs> All the time with her. I'm like, Did you do that on purpose? And she'll oh, then be I like, lie.
1: <laughs> I'm like, No. <laughs>
0: and I'm like okay you clearly did that on purpose I think I've gotten past the point of like asking you sometimes I'll say
1: and I'm like well I did it because you blah blah but I think like I also need someone to literally ask me like why did you do it so that way I have permission to mention what what bothered me
0: (laughs) oh that makes sense because I feel like I've gotten to the point that nowadays I'm just like okay well I know that you've done this this and this and I don't know why if you'd like to tell me that's fine if not I'm just acknowledging that I know what you're doing and we can move on from this or
1: my favorite is like y'all listening if you you are in a relationship it's like do we need to talk about something and you're like what and they're like "Uh, obviously something's wrong and you're like Maybe (laughs) after like a whole week of pettiness. (laughs) Yeah, I do not
0: like I do not like pettiness. Oh, my
1: gosh.
0: Yeah. I mean, any other thoughts in general about that's all I have about Petty Town? That's all I have about pettiness as well. Well, then let's move on over to the wheel world.
1: You know, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. you should always credit creators. It rhymes. Yes. And it's not, it rhymes credit, the credit their creators. Not just the skaters, but creators.
0: Yes, Uh, I think that this is uh, well, obviously, we're putting this into the wheel world. So there is direct correlation to something that is going on in the wheel world at this exact moment in time. We're so on top of it. Literally, this will air a few days later, but literally this happened today. (laughs) So we figured that
1: we should talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you have a video like your skate clip all of a sudden pops up and everyone's like oh this is not like a challenge and we're all gonna do it and everyone's creating it then like hey talk about who inspired you and I think a lot of skaters are being like this isn't necessary a lot of people do skate things and like they're not constantly crediting the first person that did it like it's just a trend blah blah but I think that's weird because in like the beauty community like the makeup community and hair community every time you'll see it too someone will do makeup and they'll be like inspired by and they'll tag either the artist or like the makeup artist that did it or the hairstylist always if it's something that they didn't originally create or even if it's like a slightly something they changed, they always credit it and there's like major respect to that and I think the skate community not everyone does it but a huge chunk of the skate community needs to realize that
0: yeah as people who create things even on the internet like we are all still artists, right? Like we are creators, we are artists. We're not just content creators and like Instagrammers or whatever you're going to minimize artists and creators down to. Mm -hmm. And so I think that exactly what you're talking about about the makeup community is something that happens within the skate community because skaters will do tricks or they'll do combos of tricks or they'll use like a filter and then do it to a specific song and have like a certain style of dancing that they'll do on skates. And then they'll be like, okay, you know, I'm going to post this into the world. And you're like, wow, you created that. And then if someone else does that exact same thing and then doesn't say like, yo, I was inspired by this other person, then you're legit like plagiarizing their idea.
1: Yeah. We're talking about Priscilla. An amazing skater who also calls herself an artist and this is why it's important because she's saying I'm not an influencer I didn't do this for like cloud like this is my art like for me like I'm a dancer and I dance Mm -hmm. in my skates and it's an art form for me so she felt like her art got copied without any kind of credit and the worst part was like, yeah, all these skaters were doing it. But then someone that has a hundred over a hundred thousand followers and is known with a history of kind of stealing moves and renaming them and taking credit for creating them um, went ahead and did this challenge and then like claimed went ahead and tagged the singer Sweetie, and didn't tag priscilla just wrote her name like all of a sudden now you don't know how to tag someone which was really shady really it's like oh i don't want to give this latin american skater any credit for it and then when priscilla messaged her it turned into this really cringe thing and then it was fucking straight up blocked priscilla for seeing their conversation and really i think why she got angry that she screenshot the conversation because it really showed her ass And it showed the real her, not the TikTok, everything's perfect, pretty, filtered Instagram feed. It was like, this is who she really is.
0: Yeah. So then that turned into like people calling people out and people being like, hey, this is actually a really important conversation to have, which Mm -hmm. I think is where I'd really like to focus this conversation on is how are we when we are posting things on the Internet? And when we're just creating things in general, how are we respecting the people that came before us? Because whereas I might have one or two completely original ideas, a lot of my ideas are built off of a history of other people who have had similar ideas or yeah. had ideas that I've been inspired by and I think that I'm definitely guilty of this like I will um make a video and I will like give credit to a person that maybe I was inspired by but it's just because I hadn't thought about it and I think that this is a good time to like recenter ourselves on how are we giving credit to the people that
1: Yeah like something cool that happened today and I don't know if it was just out of her good character she is a good person or if it was because of what's going on right now on instagram with this drums um just seconds jazz like did like a little reel where she did like match her outfits to her skates and it was super cute and she was like um inspired by fat girl has moxie and i thought that was super cute because i did the real tiktok where i was like jumping into skates that match my outfits and for me like honestly like I would have saw her video and not even thought anything about me because I'm just like oh that's super cute but like it also made me feel um not respected but like Oh, like, oh, like I see you and I see the hard work you did and you inspired me. So it kind of gave me this like feel good, like, oh, wow, I inspired someone to do something. And I think that's also important. Like it makes creators feel like this little fuzzy feeling like, oh, I'm inspiring people instead of people just doing things that like, oh, I don't know, maybe they got that from me or not. Or maybe if you don't, you might not even care. Like I didn't even like would have thought of anything about it. But because it was acknowledged, it did give me those great feelings and creators really love that.
0: Yeah. And like literally, what's the harm in tagging someone like nobody's going to think that you are less creative or less talented or less, you know, whatever because
1: you were inspired by someone. Do you think when someone like puts the name but doesn't tag them, do you think that's being petty? (laughs)
0: i really do
1: i definitely think that that is pettiness going back to the real world tying it back in (laughs) um just side note um i haven't never followed this (laughs) this problematic skater um because things have happened but i did speak out about what happened and spoke up for priscilla and i didn't tag anyone but then i somehow got blocked So I'm blocked again by another problematic singer. Just want to throw that out there. It's so random. Yeah. Like all day, people have been messaging me like, I'm blocked too. I'm blocked too. All I did was say, hey, you should tag Priscilla. And then I got blocked so weird like that's petty that's so petty yeah so something else that goes with like crediting uh skaters with things would be like tricks so there's a lot of dance moves uh that have been created decades ago um that have like little skate park tricks whatever it might be that already have a name have been done multiple times and like i've been noticing the last year like a lot of people being like i made up a trick and then giving it a name and then Being like, wait, that's something that I've seen like a hundred times. Like, that's. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that so many times this last year. Say something, (laughs) the comment gets deleted, or they're like, no, 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 this is different because I like bit a little more. Like,
0: what? (laughs) No. Yeah. I think that that's really weird. Like, we just need to know our history and like do your research. Yeah.
1: There's like so much and be open. I think it's like, I think I could easily do something and be like, wow, I think, I don't think I've ever seen this before. But I could post it and be like, hey, has anyone seen this before? Do you know the name for it? Like, can you just let me know? Like, I just did this. And I don't, I've never seen it before. And the community will tell you. They'll either be like, oh, yeah, this person. And they'll tag and be like, has done it before here. Or they'll send you a video. Or everyone will be like, no, I don't think this is real. And then you can go to CIB, the dictionary, and they'll tell you. And they'll put you in there if you invented it. There's like a process. And I think like with the skate community growing so fast and everyone's so like,
0: freaking full of energy and And they're like yeah Yeah. like
1: super stoked like I miss being a new skater and being like let's go hard let's try to create some new things so I get it but at the same time you gotta like respect that there's like been a foundation here for years and years and years and like even before us like our parents were skating so it's like these things exist and like there's no harm in being like I'm creating new tricks, but then you can't just like claim them. You got to like reach out to the community and be like, yo, like, did I just do this? Like, did I, let me know. Like, I'm really pumped right now. I think I came up with something new. Let me know.
0: Yeah. Like, um, here is an example, um, going a little bit further back, but like, remember when the skate palette challenge was a thing? Yes. And everyone was like the skate palette by, oh, I don't remember who it was, but someone, do you remember who I don't the, remember who it was. There but. was there was a skater um and they came up with it and everyone was tagging that skater and like that doesn't make your skate palette any less cool. In fact, it makes you look awesome that you're like giving cred to the person mm-hmm. who came up with the idea. And so if we could just take a page from that book and like copy it moving forward. <laughs> but like I think okay. So I think that something that I want to clarify is if you there are times in which you create something and it is very similar to what someone else has created and you literally haven't seen it. And like, it's just coincidence and like that does happen. Mm-hmm. And that's not what we're talking about. Um We're talking about like you happen to scroll past someone and then a week later, maybe you made something that like was because of something that you had seen and then you have been inspired by someone else. Mm -hmm. There is grace within this, obviously, and this is also like a growing thing, like something that we're trying to get better with as a community. So like if I was inspired by someone or I saw someone do a trick and I don't remember who I was inspired by or who I saw do the trick, it's okay to be like, I saw someone do this I don't remember who yeah but like if anyone knows like tag them (laughs) like I I do that all the time you know like I and I think that that's fine
1: I think there's something even bigger to mention like this is where I thought you were going and then you went somewhere else like just as good um let's say you're scrolling and you see something you're like oh yeah that's cool that's a cool trend and you're not paying attention to like what people wrote who they tagged you're just like hell yeah i'm gonna go record that real quick i'm gonna put it out there same music same moves blah blah and then you post it cool gets shit ton of likes gets reposted, and you're like hell yeah um that can be okay and you're living your good life but as soon as someone comments or messages and they're like hey like you might want to think about, like, crediting this person and adding them or, like, this person started it and, like, you know, like, they're really sensitive right now. They they really care that they get tagged. Like, do you mind adding it? Especially if the originator, originator like, messages you. Just that's, change it. <laughs> that's the pivotal point mm-hmm. of what's wrong and what's right is what you do next. Are you going to say, oh, shit, I'm sorry. Let me tag you. I didn't even realize. Or you could be, like. Uh, I don't think I need to tag you, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there or, are two, there's or a three. Be petty and then put it in the title, but don't add an at, <laughs> so people can't really find that person.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So it's like there's these ways you can go, or are you like you know what I mean. Like just don't be a shit person. Like we get it. We don't think all these things through, but you have an opportunity to fix it when someone addresses you. And, like, when someone says, hey, that trick actually isn't a sexy walk. It's called the strut. It was invented by Star, not you. But you and your friends are going around, and now there's a hashtag called sexy walk going around when it's obviously the strut that a black woman invented. Then don't be like, no, 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 it's the sexy walk. It's famous on TikTok. It's what made me. Like, no, Star taught you that. It's called the strut, and you know it. So then it's like, Again, just how are you going to react? Are you going to be like, oh, yeah, that's right. It's actually called a stress. Sorry, like blah, blah, I forgot something. Even if you got a lie to save your ass, just fix it. Just fix it. <laughs> that's all. Like we get it. Things happen. We get caught in our shit. But when you get caught in your shit, it's all about that next step.
0: Yeah. And I think that that uh, advice is so golden and like cross applies to any time that you are called in or you're called out for any sort of behavior or any sort of anything problematic or something harmful or hurtful that you've done. um, That moment is the moment that determines what happens next. Like
1: how you react. Babe, you know what? I'm just like so frustrated of like how many of these problematic skaters out there that have problematic names, problematic behaviors, problematic behaviors um practices or just like past where they had to move to the east coast have hundreds of thousands of followers and they have all this clout and they're like number one on youtube number one on tiktok number one on instagram and they're shit people and they're like put on this pedestal like they're the actual leaders of the community and like oh it's like their talent is so great and it just overshadows every bad thing they've done in the community Why do you think that is?
0: I think that when people when the community grows in the way that it has grown, I think that the first thing that people who are coming into the community do is they turn to the people who have the most followers because they assume that those people are leaders in the community. And usually that is the case. Like usually people who have the most followers do have a lot of impact on the community, Um, but they aren't necessarily like the culture setters in the skate community. And I think being a trendsetter And being a culture setter or a culture builder or a community builder are two very different things. And I think that the easiest person to find is the trendsetter. And so you find the trendsetter and you think, oh, this person, like – Inspires me to be a better skater or inspires Mm -hmm. me to skate in a certain way or something like that. And and once you experience that and when that's your first experience with skating, you tend to have these um, connections with them. You know, like yeah. you, you see them through uh, rose colored glasses because they are intrinsically tied to your experience starting skating, which is so magical. And so when a person is tied into that magical moment that you have, it's very hard to see things that they are doing that is harmful. And so I think the the immense growth of the skate community within quarantine is what has led to this happening because a lot of people aren't meeting people in person and you just, you get a different experience with people when you're skating with them as opposed yeah. to when you
1: are following them. Yeah. Cause online you only see what they want you to see. And I feel that's, what's crazy is I feel like the people that do have the largest follow followings don't really talk about anything except what they're selling Um, classes they're teaching and really beautiful edited like drone photo drone videos of them like flowing down beach paths and cities and stuff and like it's aesthetically pleasing and we all know that's what does well on any social media platform is like that's pretty especially if they're skinny um, whether they're black or white passing or white like that skinny flowy just you know like typical person skater that's what's gonna trend and that's what we're drawn to because a lot of us are taught, like, that's what we want to be. So that's what we like to look at. But the ones that, like, I feel like I wish got the real, like, clout, as they say or whatever, are the people that do, like, host rollouts, that do put skate shops together, that are, like, constantly trying to push mutual aid within the skate community um non-binary talks like trans skater awareness and abled skaters awareness and people that are constantly like putting it all out there and show you the good and the bad and ugly those are the ones that really struggle and i think those are a lot of like the real leaders in the skate community i know like y'all are probably like well you're just talking about yourself and blah, blah blah so i guess i can really admit that yeah jealousy does go into it a little bit because I feel like just I it's not really jealous of the numbers. It's like this thing of like, wow, like people really look up to someone that's like so mean in person, but no one knows because it's a pandemic and they can't meet them. It's like I've gotten messages like these people are doing messed up things and like, Sometimes I speak out and I like say, like, hey, this person's being shady. Like, y'all know I post this stuff all the time, but other, not everything. Sometimes I don't want to get wrapped up in all the trauma. And it's just like, there's so many people that are seen as leaders and like have all this clout. And it's just like, don't do it. Like, they're actually really bad people. <laughs> Yeah, or
0: just doing things. They might be a fine person, but like they're just doing things that are really harmful for the community. Yeah. And not building the community up. And I feel like when you're given, and maybe this is just how I feel about like, I don't know, like I feel like with followers comes a responsibility, especially to the community from which those followers come from. And so I feel like I see my responsibility as building up the community and giving as much as I can to the community. And I feel like that there are just people that don't think that that's true, that they don't owe the community anything. And I think that that's what differentiates a, again, a community builder as opposed to a trendsetter. Selflessness.
1: Cause self, I think selflessness is like the opposite of Kyle Jackson. Like yeah, Jackson. I, I think so. Yeah, um, humility. Or people that see the skate community as just a business, like it's a way to make money. And like I see the skate community as family, like the family I never got to have. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's a, and it's I think a that's
0: why that's why we have such strong opinions about it. You know, is because we do see the skate community as our family, and we feel like we are just as big of a part of the skate community as all of you are as part of the skate community. And I feel like we're all, you know, one kind of. And so when one person in the skate community, especially someone that like I see constantly contributing and creating and building like when they're hurt or when they're wronged, like it hurts me too. Yeah. And so I want to defend them. Like I want to protect skaters.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know. Or like when y'all message us, or like you, I know when you message me and I'll reply back. And especially like if I reply back like that day or right away, like they'll be like, oh my God, you actually replied. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like at the end of the day, I'm just a skater. I'm just like you. Like I just happen to have more followers. And who knows how that happened? It just happened. I don't know. If I try to think about it too much, it actually freaks me out because I can't believe there's that many people watching me. I'm going to stop talking about it because I'll spin out. But, anyways. (laughs) I just feel like I'm we're still just skaters yeah we're not even like you see us we're not even doing all this crazy stuff like we're just like you we're just learning every day spraining
0: our ankles we get
1: hurt we fall we skate because we love to skate and we (laughs) love the skate community yeah
0: all right (sighs) moving on to find your skate date
1: tell but love i just ripped the biggest burp so i right had to, to make mic. us do it over again because uh, i was like oh my gosh good times i should keep them in there i give some very powerful burps sometimes it just feels I pain just,
0: i don't feel like people want to listen to a loud burp randomly in
1: their ears well anyways, anyways. speaking of burping let's talk about finding your ski
0: Find your skate date. It's our newest segment on skate date podcast. And what it is, is it is essentially like a ad for you as a person. (laughs) And we want to help you find the person that you would like to go on a skate date with or multiple skate dates with and that could be romantic it could be platonic it could be um looking for just like a little zing a oh my gosh
1: this <laughs> i started thinking about there's this old movie from i think the 80s and it's madonna's in it Like Madonna when she was like full on like corset and tutus and gloves. And it's called Suddenly Seeking Susan. Have you seen it? Oh my god. It's so good. The costumes are amazing. But suddenly it's like a singles ad. Suddenly Seeking Susan. Suddenly Seeking Skate Dates. Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. And so um, what we... Are trying to cultivate is a way to showcase you both on the podcast and also on our Instagram and help other skaters near you or other people who are wanting to skate near you to find you. So we are trying to be the OK Cupid platonic and non-platonic of the roller skate community
1: yeah so that way you can have like a social distance skate together or maybe just follow each other in social media and open that relationship that friendship so that you can be ready when the world opens be like oh my god you live 10 minutes away from me and we're gonna meet up at the skate park as soon as we're vaccinated and it's gonna be amazing you're my new skate date you're my new best friend Let's go. (laughs) So
0: let's do an example for them. So um, me and Shove, were just talking about how I don't make enough like (laughs) friends. Um, I tend to get really overwhelmed with my inbox on on Instagram. And so it tends to get really, really stacked. And I freak out and I send very short responses back because (laughs) I have way too many messages. And then I log out of Instagram because I'm like overwhelmed. (laughs) Um, so I rebel need close friends in the skate community that this
1: isn't fake. This is real. This is is real. I'm doing
0: a skate date. Um, so I need friends that are just like people who I can skate with people who I can talk to people who aren't just like there to ask me questions. Although I love it when everyone asks me questions, but just people who want to be friends with me. Um, so, um, if you are a person who lives near long beach, or if you're a person who lives a little farther from long beach and you want to be my friend, then you can Instagram DM me at queer girl, straight skates. And you can be like, Hey rebel, I heard your skate date ad. I would love to be your friend (laughs) and uh, I'll be like, great. Um, so a little bit about me, uh, I am quirky. I like crafts. I often fail at things, but I can laugh at myself very easily. Um, I enjoy a good sense of humor. And um, what's another thing about me?
1: Um, since she's really like quirky and full of energy, She really thrives around people that are more like me, like a little more like down to earth or calm. And then if you're like, I'm a little too calm. and I need someone to pull me out of that. I love that.
0: Yeah. If you're that person, I want to be friends with you.
1: And she also likes people that like to challenge her skate wise. Like so like if you're like, let's learn something new together. Um, rebel loves that so it's like i'm afraid to do cartwheels and i'm trying to work on it she's she'll be like let's do it together (laughs) type of energy Yes.
0: yes definitely that um i just i enjoy people who have skate like love but also have other loves that they can also share with me yeah yeah definitely yeah um and i just want to be clear to my friends who are skaters I'm not saying that I don't have <laughs> skater friends so like Jesse don't get mad at me um, and other people don't get mad at me I'm saying that I need more skate friends
1: yeah a lot of Rebels uh, friends of the people that she clicks with the most live in Chicago or freaking Arizona always New York, They're always far. New York. They, like, um, I always make friends with
0: people who live in different states from me and I think part of that is because I am abandonment issues. I have abandonment issues. a lot of times
1: rebel has made really close connections with people and been like I think this is my new best friend or like can start to be my best friend and then they move away yeah it, it's happened so many times so many I've times. literally lost count so if she makes friends with people that already are far away then she knows it won't happen the worst thing that happened would be the best thing and they'd move closer
0: so anyways, so I'm looking for a friend who I could just call and talk to, or I can message randomly and who would like to not just skate with me, but when the world opens up to go dancing and, you know, arts and do arts and crafts <laughs> and, um, go on skate dates. So if you okay. are my skate date platonic, if you are my platonic, yeah, we are skate not date, looking for we're not looking for a third. <laughs> if you are my platonic skate date, then slide into my DMS. Queer girl straight skates. But don't slide too hard
1: into those DMs. Yeah, because or she I will, will come you. after you. <laughs> yeah. I'll cut you.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that is an example of a skate date ad. So you don't have to go that in depth. That was obviously like super in depth. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but just email date at gmail.com. And to, you can also attach a picture so that way within that week we can do a little post about you as well. So people know how to find you, know what you look like and be like, I'm getting good vibes. Yeah. So Yeah. That
0: is find your skate date. Now let's move on to Deer Shovel. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So what is Deer Shovel?
0: So Deer Shovel is a segment of our podcast where we take letters from you or messages from you where similar to the tales of old that had Dear Abby columns, we have a Deer Shovel column where we give you good or horrible advice. That is the main difference between Dear Abby columns and us. <laughs> um, and so we'll answer your question, even if we know nothing about it. So if you have a question you want to ask us, you can email Deer Skate Date at gmail com, whatever your question is and we will do our best to answer it on this podcast
1: okay so this one is super super special we love it because i might talk about some weird shit i did at this age that made me realize some stuff okay so it goes hello i am an i am an 11 year old young lady Wondering how you two ladies knew how you liked girls when you were younger. Have an amazing day. Love Izzy B. I love that question because of its
0: raw, true, straightforward nature. Oh, to be 11 again. Oh, Preteen. Um, so, how did you know
1: that you liked girls? Um, I started doing some really weird stuff. Um, (laughs) I think like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) I cannot wait. So I would play in the garage a lot. Um, I had like a jump rope in there and just hang out because I thought it was cool. And I was messing around going through my parents' stuff. And I found my dad's Playboy magazines. And I was roughly, I don't know, 11, 12 11, probably 10, 11. Yeah. And (laughs) oh my God. So I find the Playboys and I'm just like staring at all these naked women. And I'm like, hmm, (laughs) interesting. I kind of like this. So I took a bunch of them. I took like five or six of them and just smuggled them to my room. And I would put them in my backpack. And then I started going to my friend Maria's house. And. (laughs) Be like Maria, look at these magazines with me, and then we would just look at them, and Maria would be like, "Oh, I wonder if my boobs will look like this, and I'm older or this, and blah blah." And I was like, "Yeah, like, well, how do your boobs look now?" <laughs> and then like we would just take our like bras off, our little training bras, and then look at each other, and then like she was like, "Oh my god, I know where my mom keeps her laundry," so we put on her mom's laundry, and then like I'd be like, "I dare you to kiss me." <laughs> oh my god (laughs) so like we kissed and it was really like i remember like not thinking about it for a while and then having like a memory and being like oh yeah that was definitely like fuck boy energy that i had as a kid (laughs) like it was just like these are just friends playing around right and it's like no 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 that was you being a little perv trying to like Hook up with your friend. Oh my
0: gosh. You know what's funny is that I also have a truth or dare story <laughs> from that age ish. Um, I used to, me and my neighbor were best friends, and um, her and I used to make like. <laughs> 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 so we used to like play truth or dare, and it was definitely like sexually. Suggestive things and it was Both sided so it was not just Me it was also this girl And uh yeah And I remember not thinking that that Was like anything at the Time I definitely did not think That it was like my interest in women Um but just thought that it Was like oh let's think of All the like (laughs) Like let's think of all the perverted Things to do that line up with each letter Of the alphabet (laughs) Wow. <laughs> so creative. <laughs> so creative. Um so that was probably my first like experience with another woman, but then as like I got older, I had all these crushes which I did not know were crushes. They were me thinking that I like really wanted to be like someone or spend like a lot of time with another woman and like to the point that like I liked how they smelled like I wanted their hand-me-downs because I <laughs> wanted to wear things that looked like them, like all this stuff that it's like now I'm like, oh, my God, that's a crush. You know, like, have you seen Florence Given shirt that says maybe it's a girl crush or maybe, maybe you're, you're just gay queer? Oh, yeah. yeah, maybe you're just <laughs> queer. And I definitely if I had seen that shirt, maybe it would have like. It triggered something in my mind. But um, that was probably how I first yeah, knew.
1: I remember like really, really wanting to be someone. Like, I, like, I think I just want to be her. Like, I want to be just like her. Like, changing my handwriting. Like, you mentioned that yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Like, oh, she writes small, so I'm going to write really small. And like, she wears her hair like that, so I'm going to try to wear my hair like that. Or she likes dresses, so now I'm not a tomboy. I'll start wearing dresses. And I thought it was just like, oh, I think she's cool, so I want to be cool. But it was really that I just like... Really, really liked. <laughs> um, wait, I feel oh. like we also need to say something real quick. I know people are probably like, "You're answering a letter to an 11 year old," but I need you all to think back about what you were like when you were 11 years old and your hormones started to kick in, and, and you were just like, "Middle what school, the fuck is happening." Middle school's. Ha- are you already in middle school when you're 11? I can't remember, but middle school. You're, like, on the cusp, I think. I think you're on the cusp. Stuff gets really weird in middle school, and you hate your life, and everything's weird because your hormones are raging, Mm -hmm. pimples are happening, periods are starting, you don't know what to do, there's boys doing weird stuff, too, there's other weird girls, all of a sudden people start being mean for no reason, and it's all out, like survival (laughs) for some reason and everything gets clicky not everyone's friends anymore you sit in a certain part of the cafeteria and you're like how did I get here it's the beginning of the real world and I feel like we just gotta remember like this 11 year old is going through some stuff (laughs) and we all went through some stuff and is this an age-appropriate show for them I don't know, maybe not, but it probably is because guess what? All this stuff that's out there is way worse than what we talk about.
0: And you know what? I wish that I would have had someone to give it to me like very straightforward. Like I wish that someone would have been like, yo, rebel, you're gay. And I think I would have felt like a lot less of a loser throughout growing up because i literally thought that no one liked me turns out i was just giving out major lesbo energy (laughs) and i just didn't know
1: i just feel like you need to have that acceptance because or to know like you need to have somewhere to go that's a safe place to ask about it because how many people came out as bi over quarantine that were married to men or in serious relationships or like just their whole life thought they were straight and then the time of having like enough time slow down, all of a sudden was like, my sexuality is not what I thought it was. Also, I, yeah.
0: I'll, also I think that like you spend enough time watching TikTok and you're like,
1: hmm. <laughs> all the thirst trap. <laughs> 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 I also think there's number one rule. As soon as I first read this email the other day, I said, if you're already asking, then yes, you're queer. You're on this. You're on the scale. Yeah. If you're questioning it, you are. And there's nothing wrong with that. And it might be hard and depending on your family and your friends, but you will be loved and you will find a chosen family. And if things are hard, it does get better. Don't be afraid. People will say that you're choosing a hard way and it's not. You were born that way and it's okay. Nothing's wrong with it. Okay, so I'm an elder millennial and rebels, just a regular millennial.
0: All right, so that I hope answers your question. Um, If you have a question for us, you can email us at dearskatedate at gmail.com and we will answer your question. Yes, Moving on to our Apple podcast reviews. We have a new five-star review this week (laughs) from michelle 13 Knots um but yeah so thank you so much michelle uh we we really really appreciate you and if you have a moment and you have an apple device it was brought to my attention that android people cannot do apple podcast reviews and we will figure out a solution for that i have not yet come up with something (laughs) um but if you can please give us a five-star review on apple podcast if you like us if you really like us wait i have a solution around what's the solution
1: can you like, comment, and subscribe to the Skate Day YouTube channel? Oh, that yeah, would also that help, us would a lot. help us out. If you can still just listen to us on whatever station you like. But the more subscribers, if we can just get to that thousand, we could possibly get monetized. And getting monetized would be excellent. It would be
0: really great. <laughs> we would really like that yeah so thank you so much everybody for listening to our podcast we love love you you so much we hope you're having a wonderful week and that you're taking care of yourself and most importantly be as petty as you want but not too petty
1: (laughs) be petty to an extent but give credit where credit is due but most of all do you boo boo woo